Hey, this is Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. You're listening to and loving and loving the Spanish announce table. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event of the week. Hailing from Table Show Studios in Kansas City. Hosted by Captain Awesome and T-Mac. It is the Spanish Announce Table. We are recording. It's episode 213. It is the beautiful Table Show Studios here. I am Captain Awesome in the... The West Campus of Table Show Studios, T-Max over there on the East Campus. We got so big, we had to have two different campuses of the studios. You know, that's sometimes how it is, you know? Win in mm. Rome. Yeah. Yeah, right? No cop, no stop. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All yep. right. Righty so, tighty, lefty loosey. So, T-Mac, what is up with you? Hey, I am uh, I am a, a victor today. I you am are. victorious. Mm-hmm. I am... Uh, a proven winner. That's what I. That's what I named. So we had a team competition. All right. So let's back up. So at work we had uh, Excelligent. That's a company I work for. It's a stupid <laughs> word of three different words combined. It's dumb. Don't ask why. It was made in the nineties. You know when boys. It was. It was made. It's with an time X. When, right. Yeah. It is. Uh, and it was made during the time when boys was spelled with a Z at the end. You know. So mm-hmm. that's the time period the company was founded. Yep. Anyhow. Uh, so we had an Excelligent, uh, it was called a field day and we did, uh, three workouts and the accumulation of the three workouts, uh, got a victor as far as an overall victor, but then you could also win each, uh, individual workout and be a victor of that individual workout on top of being the overall victor. So this is what the first one was. The first one was, uh, shoulder to or excuse me it was called stone to shoulder so what that is is we didn't use stones but in like heavy lifting competitions they use those big stone balls well what we used is uh these rubber balls filled with sand right and so it started with 20 pounds and then i think it went to 45 uh, 75, 100, 125, 150. I think that's what it was. So you lift each one and you go. And then if you get all the way to 150, then you do as many reps as you can within the two minutes that you have allowed at the start. So you start, throw it over, throw it over, throw it over. If you stop at 100, then you try to do as many reps on that 100. Or if you stop on the 75, you do as many reps as on 75. They calculate the weight. They calculate the reps. That's who wins. I won that fucking thing. Nice. Did 150, did 150 11 times. Fucking sucked. Shouldn't have done it because I gassed myself. You did it 150 11 times. I did 150 pounds 11 times. Oh, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, and then the second competition was a team competition. So you and a partner dragged a tire uh, as many squares as possible. So there's all these different squares. Uh, You start, you have, I think, two minutes again. You drag it, all the many squares. The fucking tire was like an industrial uh, big Josh the Rebel trucker type Mm -hmm. of tire. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, God damn. God damn. And – Finished fourth in that because, uh, fuck my knee, it gave out and I fell. 
fell, scraped my knee, scraped my hand, uh, got a little mark on my face. Um, it hurt. It was embarrassing. Literally, the entire company's watching too. Yeah, yeah. This CEO company is about six hundred people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. CEO's so there. Your direct it. supervisor. Any girls that you used to flirt with before you found your girlfriend. All of that. All of. Uh. All of them. Many people wanted to see me fall, and they did. Yeah. And many people were sad <laughs> when I fell, and oh. they uh, let me know afterwards. But finished fourth in that. Uh, we got seventeen wait. squares. Wait, did the people I who were how long was? Did the people who were happy to see you fall let you know also? Were they like, ha, good? Well, they laughed as I fell. Yeah, I saw yeah. Them, as I was falling. High yeah, fives. That's for sure. No, they didn't go that far. <laughs> I'm not that much of a dick. Uh, I'm good at my job, so you know. They, okay. they, that's possible. They know right? I'm valuable. Right. Yeah. That's possible. So, and then the third, um, it's very possible. I'm very great at my job. <laughs> uh, and then the third workout was called an AMRAP, which stands for as many rounds as possible. In 10 minutes, you had to complete one round. One round was five burpees, 10 sit ups, 20 jump ropes, 100 meter sprint. Jeez. And I did five rounds plus two burpees that was the overall winner on that so i won two of the workouts wow. and then i was the overall winner so what did that mean i got eight hours of paid time off i got a 50 dollars amazon card i got a excelligent shirt which whatever i got two uh recovery like uh, it's called fit aid drinks got those got a protein bar got a new shaker and it was great wow that was a good day for you yeah then Good I did stuff. physical therapy on my shoulder, and that was a son of a bitch. Yeah, I imagine, man. Because you, you said that stuff's oh, uh, pretty intense. Yeah, they did this new thing where, okay, so you know when you get your blood pressure uh, taken and the, like you put your hand mm-hmm. or your arm in that like cuff thing? Yeah, yeah. So what they did is, uh, so what this guy did, uh, it's a one-on-one session, is he put that up by my shoulder, the shoulder that's injured, and he saw whatever it took to get no blood pressure to my hand and it was 150 which i don't know what 150 was right so it was like 150 and i was like i can't feel my hand he's like all right great and he saw it and all the veins were popping out (laughs) that's cool right Right. so then he took half of that so he took 75 which i don't know again what that was pressure i don't know sure not a doctor 75 so he took half of that put 75 still wearing the thing and then made me do all the exercises because apparently that helps with uh toughening up the muscles yada 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 so i did that for an hour that was fucking intense and uh last night i did yard work and apparently my body is just a piece of crap because now uh my lower back hurts from fucking string trimming string trimming for god's mm-hmm. sakes and whoever says weed whacking you're a you're an atheist asshole well i mean, I mean i'm both of those things <laughs> that's like i was talking about you right yeah right <laughs> no yeah. Um, so yeah i uh i'm both of those things but i don't uh, know if i'm one of those things like both of those things combined depends on oh, how you, you say are. it yeah. oh, okay yeah all right yeah yeah, yeah you're probably um, right i probably have I, been you always, i probably very yeah. well have been yeah <laughs> no you always say weed whacking and it makes me giggle yeah um it's weed whacking man so i live out here on a so, damn ranch <laughs> weed whacking weed whacking got my four wheeler it's not an atv god damn hippie get out of here <laughs> you are great yeah. um so uh but my lower back is just a piece of crap right now like it hurts to bend over so 
physically I'm feeling great. Mentally I'm feeling better. Uh, and we're, we're, you know, we're just getting by. What about yeah. you? What what you been up to? I got some other things, but I feel like I'm ranting. So what have you been uh, up to? You know, really not a whole lot, man. We've just been taking it easy. Uh, took my son to his first soccer practice uh, for this year uh, on a team. Uh, like hey, a, here's yeah. a question. Here's yeah. a question in 2017 as a father. Yeah. Football. Yeah. You going to make him do it? You know, he did uh, one flag football game, and he had 110 yards on three carries and two touchdowns. Damn. Uh, and then broke his collarbone the next day, running to the bus, and didn't play again. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, man. You know, like the damn. Oh, you know, some people have very successful careers and they're healthy and they're fine. But then you see a lot, a lot, and and uh, who knows? You know, that's that's banking on them having a long career at it. If it was just like through school and you could know that, I feel like yeah, you'll probably be all right, right? Yeah, you know I mean, you probably won't have too long-term lasting effects if you play in middle school, you know, crap leagues up until high school, maybe some small college if you were good enough. But, you know what I mean? If you knew that was it, you know, you're probably at not too high a risk. But, man, God, if you think they're, like, going to do something. I was told, my son, I said, man, if you're ever going to, like, focus on a sport, do baseball. You can be fat and make millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. In ba- now, you can in football, too, but it's a much more stringent, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, they can – you know, and now unless you're a own... kicker, unless you're a kicker in the football, that's true. Then you so, can be a kicker till you're in your 40s. Well, that's where I get good at soccer, and we'll talk, right? <laughs> there it is. Good right. job. All right, yeah. so so soccer practice, that's cool. Did he? Yeah. Do you like it? Swim trunk like yeah, it? You know, he doesn't like standing around and having to do the same thing when he wants to do something else a lot. Uh, but he was all right. He made some friends. You know, kind of was chilling out, but. You know, the coach had to keep – now, the coach had – it's all fifth-grade boys, so try to keep a bunch of fifth-grade boys uh, focused. Mm-hmm. So he was having his own struggles with everybody. So we'll see. First game is this weekend. So, uh, And then Ooh, other than that, man, okay. other than that, work, working on this studio here, uh, Table Show Studios West, and uh, just living, man, L-I-V-I-N. What else you got, man? You said you like you were ready to – you got something you want to well, tell yeah, the folks? Hey. There's millions of people well, listening. Millions. Millions. I, 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 Number one podcast recorded on a Wednesday. Right. Um, yeah, no, I uh, was going to ask you, what about the eclipse? That was the mm. biggest thing in the country and That's around true. the world, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Watched it at work. Watched it at work. They handed out. Well, they initially said, hey, uh, over the week prior, they said, come Monday, we're going to hand you out a bunch of glasses. We've got a snack. Uh, we'll all go out and watch the eclipse. And we were like, great. And then Friday rolls around. They were like, hey, about the glasses. Uh, we decided to check since there was a bunch of recalls, and we can't necessarily tell if these are okay or not, so we can't hand them out to you, right? Because your work can't go handing out shit that's going to blind you. And I was like, well, fuck, I didn't go get any glasses, right? So I was mm-hmm. like, oh. Uh, and then it was late Friday, one of our kind of super, one of our bosses, not, you know, of the whole company, but just our group was like, hey, I anticipated some problems. I scored us some glasses in advance. I'll be handing them out Monday. So he was like sneaking glasses to us, and we all went out there. And they did cater. They catered in me, Ranchito, and stuff. And we got to watch that. Um, it was a little bit cloudy where we were, and it was only – no, we were supposed to get 99.5% totality where we were at. So, uh, I mean, it, for all intents and purposes, that was full eclipse to me, you know. So mm-hmm. so there was that. Good. So you yeah. had a good time. Yeah. I think I turned off some power here. One second. All right. Yeah, I had some fun. Uh, and uh, what did you do? Did you go watch it out at work or did you take the day off? What did you do? Took the day off. Yeah. 
watched it with Emily and her family. Uh, fun fact, Emily's mother is an astrophysicist, so she could tell me all the details about this uh, solar <laughs> eclipse. An astrophysicist. I'm not kidding you. Yes, an astrophysicist. She's a rocket scientist. Yeah. Like in the truest yeah. form. And, How did and you, she was what, named. Are you packing a 12-inch personality? How are you in this you know family unit? Because I got that unit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I complete the unit. A, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a sex joke. Oh, okay. So was she like funny. telling you all about the eclipse? And Well, here's the great thing. Here's the great thing. So she's always... And she'll even admit to it. She's kind of shy, reserved, uh, very well mannered. You know what I'm saying? The paint, oh, yeah. kind of the picture yep. I'm painting here. Yep. Very better just than you. Calm, re- relaxed. Never gets too high. Never gets too right. low. Just always right. even keel. The opposite of me, basically. Yeah, right. And and the hour before the eclipse, man, she lit up like a light bulb. She was telling us all the different things and we had a colander and, uh, if you, the thing, uh, you could see the, yep. the eclipse and how it was coming down. And then she was telling us like, Oh, the shadow of the moon. Cause it was the shadow of the moon that was covering up the sun. Learn that. I thought it was the actual moon. That is incorrect. Uh, she was saying, okay, at this point it's going to be, you know, a half crescent. And then at this point you're going to see a ring and the ring signifies that you can take your glasses off. And then just everything details upon details. It was amazing. And I was the dumbest person at this place. I mean, there were doctors and pastors and lawyers and judges and, and, and a podcast host and a guy that does a podcast (laughs) and, and beats his other co-workers in physical competitions that mean oh, nothing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And now, uh, yeah. I mean, they, they, they have you along to lift the heavy boxes. They have me along to where I can tell them about the history of WrestleMania. You're right. There you go. <laughs> I like along. it. I like and, it. And, and coming up, uh oh here's another question before we get into the the news and stuff it was a light week so yeah. we can get a little bit more into this um, it's just SummerSlam, and nxt takeover brooklyn it was a six hour <laughs> with an awesome main event and nxt always delivers it's rinse and repeat we know I've, this I, anyhow i echo your sentiments exactly all of yeah, yeah. coming up uh, this weekend, are you the non-fight fan going to dabble in Mayweather McGregor? It's this Saturday. Yeah, I. Um, <clears throat> what time is that? It should start around nine, eight, somewhere. In yeah, there. I'll Central probably watch it. Time. I mean, what else? It's not like I go out and do stuff, you know. I know you just work on the farm, weed whacking. Right, weed whacking with my four wheeler. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little. Uh, I just want to see how it plays out. Of course, I'm curious. What? All right, let's do an official prediction. What do you say? Mayweather. It, no, no money on it, but just what do you? What's gut say? Mayweather. Mayweather. How? Knockout decision. Split decision. Uh, decision. I think they'll dance around and not really. You know what I mean? They've been working together on this whole thing. Oh God, are you serious? Yeah. Tim. All right, give me what you got. Sometimes when you say those things, it makes me think that you still live with your parents in the basement, <laughs> you know? Okay, why? 
they've been working together as if when they fucking throw a punch at their face it's not gonna hurt of course but i i don't think that they're like you know like they're they're not gonna go out like i'm absolutely gonna kill this guy they're gonna put on a show they're gonna absolutely try to kill each other they're going after legacy this will be remembered for years upon years Whatever happens, unless it's a shitty fight, then no one will remember. It'll be like and you don't Anoki, think it's gonna be Ali. Well, it's gonna be a shitty fight, but they don't think that. You know what I mean? They're going into sure. it thinking that. So I think they're gonna try to kill each other. I think McGregor might have a couple flashes of, oh my god, this is cool. He could do something, and then Mayweather will uh, reevaluate, make a change. You know, critique as the fight goes on and just win a decision. He doesn't have knockout power. He doesn't. He can't bust a grape in a fruit fight. You know what I mean? Uh, And so I don't think he'll knock him out. Now, who knows, right? I mean, Trump's president. The Cubs won the World Series. Who the fuck knows? I could be wrong. McGregor could knock him out in 20 seconds. But I think if I were to be betting big amounts of money, I would say Mayweather by unanimous decision – 10 rounds to two. Okay. We shall see. That's this Saturday. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. We've talked about eclipses. We've talked about uh, work competitions. We've talked about MMA. Weed whacking. Weed whacking. uh, Soccer. Let's talk some wrestling. Let's do that, I guess. Let's do that. All right. So before we get into the news each week, you like to kick us off positive by telling us three things that you found positive throughout the week so we can start it off on the right foot, right? We're not angry about stuff. We're not depressed. We're like, yeah, let's do this. Wrestling. And it's T-Max three Ps. Well, I made this list, uh, truth be told, uh, after SummerSlam because I didn't really have big expectations for Raw and SmackDown. So I think I would do this differently, but I'm going to still hold true to these three Ps because there was a lot to be positive about. Here we go. P number one. And it is the move of... 2017 pro wrestling fuck your will ospreys your ricochets your joey ryan dick moves your mick foley mandible claws uh big leg drops superman punches fuck all of that the move and moment of 2017 happened at SummerSlam. When Cesaro ripped up the fucking beach ball. Yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is I loved going it. down as the the best wrestling move in 2017. Cesaro jumps into the crowd unprovoked to grab a beach ball and rip it in half. And you know why I know it wasn't planned is because watch Seamus watch Cesaro. You know, he's probably, when you see him look at him, he's like, where the fuck is that guy going? And then well, sees what's Seth happening. Well, even Seth the Dean, too. Yeah. yeah, Seth even stopped and was like, oh, fuck, what are we yeah, doing here? Right. Is this a, yeah, is he yeah. going rogue? Like, is <laughs> yeah. he just going to beat someone up in the Well, because he, the, uh, he bolted. Crap. He went, like, yeah. he, he saw his moment and ran with it. Credit to you, Cesaro. If there's anything you'll ever do in this sports entertainment profession, nothing will ever top that. Right. That will make you over forever in my book. You you can go win the Divas Battle Royal dressed as a woman, and I will still say Cesaro is awesome because he ripped up the beach ball at I SummerSlam like 2017. Like okay. All right. 
P number two. And this is more just like almost a legacy one. I feel like I try to include a legacy positive because it deserves it. And this one goes to NXT TakeOver. I mean, has there ever been a bad one? I can't think of one. Back to the first one that I think was Neville and Zane. Or no, well, no, it was Cesaro Neville and, Zane. and uh, Tyson Kidd. Yeah, that well, no, that no, first but, one they did on the uh, yeah the takeovers are different. That first like NXT thing they did on the on the network that had um what it was Zane Cesaro three or something like that or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I'm talking about the takeovers. Yeah, I think the yeah. first takeover without looking anything up was Tyson Kidd Neville. And since then, every single one of these is a home run. And this one included, I mean, Adam Cole, Red Raggin, uh Red Raggin. <laughs> Red Raggin. You know, you had uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Friend of the show. Fish, Adam Cole. Uh, you had a title change with Drew McIntyre. You had Alistair Black just fucking things up with a live band performing. It was just spectacular. Loved yeah, it. I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. NXT TakeOver, always a home run, so always we'll get a positive in my book until proven otherwise. And P3. Let's just be honest. This one didn't maybe have the star appeal that other Fatal 4-Ways have had, but... The SummerSlam 2017 main event, Fatal 4-Way, where no one died, so let's stop calling it Fatal, was the best 4-Way match of all time. I don't care. Put it up against anything. Put it up against the WrestleMania 2000 with Triple H, Rock, Mankind, and Big Show. Blows that out of the water. Put it up against anything, and that is a spectacular match and the best Fatal 4-Way of all time. Right there. Wow. There's my nice three claim. Pieces. I like it. Nice yeah. claim. Well, that's good things to stay positive about as we move into the mother loving news. We cover the four hottest news topics of each week. T Mac, are you ready to do that? I'm ready. You want me to go first? Yes, because I've been talking too much. Uh, no headline on this one. TMZ reported that the boyfriend of WWE superstar Dana Brooke has passed away. Dallas McCarver, a bodybuilder, was reported dead by TMZ Sports earlier uh, this week at the age of 26. McCarver was well known in the field of bodybuilding, and he and Dana Brooke were very open about their relationship on social media. He, uh, let's see where he was, uh, ended up choking on his food in his home. So when the couple last spoke, Dallas informed Brooke that he was going to be preparing dinner. Brooke said the last words he said to her before passing away were, I love you, goodbye. He apparently choked on his food and was found unconscious very early that morning, or the next morning. He was later sent to a hospital and pronounced dead not long after arriving. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, this is another one kind of like what we spoke about with JoJo and her sister passing yeah. away. Yeah. Like, Here's the reason why a talent won't be on television for a while. Mm. And I know that I've said so much bullshit about Dana Brooke, but that, again, is sports hate. Sure. I wish nothing upon anyone in real life to happen. The young bucks included. I'm None of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. all of my bullshit talk is for a podcast about men and women in their underwear play fighting. So take it for what it is. Right. With this story, however, gosh, that's got us at 26 years old. I mean, yeah, I mean, you figured out your life. No. And you know? completely unexpected. And especially with something like this. Not like he was sick. Uh, you know what I mean? This is a yeah. sudden and a, and a, 
a thing that every single person who was close to him probably thinks, man, like if this had been some other time and I was with him, you know, like, and imagine the, I, I just, I always hate to see things like that because the fear and panic that had to be going through somebody when that's happening to them, you know, alone and can't figure. Yeah. So very sad. And, uh, I mean, again, uh, there's no consolation that would mean anything from two fucks with a podcast here, obviously, but we hope, right. uh, you know, uh, th- you know, yeah. that you can recover it, as best you can. Yeah, the the story is more informational for why you won't see Dana Brooke probably for a few weeks and why, you know, she might not be as happy as she once well, was yeah, because she just lost a loved one. And you may see on social media everybody, you know, offering condolences yeah, exactly. and stuff. So, yeah. All right, we'll move on. Let's get a little bit upbeat and celebrate women in a positive light. Meet Jessica Carr. Mm. Who's Jessica Carr? I know who Jessica Carr is. Jessica Carr, according to WWE, is WWE's first full-time female referee. Now, where you can see Jessica Carr is in the upcoming May Young Classic alongside our pal Marty Bell. And um, how awesome is that? That is now, awesome. Now, here's the question about why I brought up this story. Because there's not there's not too many other details as far as you know, what her background is. Because that's unimportant, on obviously. Um, but let's say it's Survivor Series 2018. Does she ref the main event of Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman three? I mean, whatever that matches. If at that, well, at that point, I don't know that she would be experienced enough that they would put her in a position like that. Because uh, okay. generally, those main events and big things, they have somebody who's experienced, can you know, knows the match that's going on, knows all these, you know what I mean, can handle all that. Now, uh, if she's that good, she's that good. I don't see why if she has the same skill level or can competently handle that situation uh then by all means i don't see why not would it make you do a double take in 2017 does it make you do a double take when uh because because in another uh big move the nfl hired their first Mm -hmm. full-time female referee now they definitely have different responsibilities because one's a sport and one's entertainment but still it's that gender breaking down Mm -hmm. of women can do it as well so would it be eye-catching to you if only for the next novelty? Monday. Okay. Yeah, you know, just because, right? like, oh, that's new. You know, but, yeah, I've never, like, I've never ever thought, like, oh, man, is a woman going to be – like, I've seen what refs do, and I've even seen how wrestling companies, you know, communicate with refs. I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Any, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. anybody could do this with the proper training, obviously, and, and desire and stuff and whatnot, so why not? Yeah. Yep. Of course, cool. I excited. agree. But yeah, yeah, congratulations, Jessica Carr. Uh, according to WWE, the first full-time female referee. I like it. I like it. All right, we'll move on. Congratulations. <laughs> um, I, I didn't come up with any headlines because we came up with these news quickly. But uh, this one, and it also kind of feels bad when it's an injury. Oscar uh, is out six to eight weeks with a broken collarbone. Oh, so she, uh, let's see here, let me read. Sex, successful title defense for Asuka Saturday came with some bad news as the women's wrestling star suffered a broken collarbone, according to WWE.com. 
Asuka won her match against Ember Moon at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3, continuing her record undefeated streak since joining the organization in 2015. Uh, She's now expected to miss six to eight weeks with the injury. During the match, she landed awkwardly from a throw from Ember Moon and was able to complete the match, but had notable pain and discomfort, says ringside physician Dr. Jeffrey Westerfield. We performed an initial ultrasound backstage that was highly suspicious of a break that was later confirmed by an x-ray. Uh, man, that's a little too long to keep a title on somebody, isn't it? Well, it's NXT, maybe not. Yeah. I mean, they could. It's not like it's nothing out of the realm of possibility. Six weeks, you know, you sure can do that. it does. Sucks. Yeah, it sure yeah, does. Yeah, you could, I mean, you could do a few promos, uh, get well soon for a couple week, you know, videos, things, mm-hmm. and there you go. There you go. I like it. Yeah. All right, well, get well, Oscar, and we will move on. I guess his ACL was soft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As noted, Big Cass suffered an injury during his Brooklyn street fight match with Enzo Amore on Monday night's episode of Raw. As seen in the match, Cass went for a big boot, but Amore moved and Cass fell over the top rope to the floor. He landed awkwardly on his left leg. WWE issued the following update on Tuesday night. An initial MRI on Big Cass's left knee shows that he will require surgery. It looks like he has an ACL tear, possible uh, medial meniscus tear, but we're going to wait for the radiologist to evaluate the MRI and give us the full report. WWE ringside physician Dr. Chris Robinson said. Okay. So he's out. He bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, he's like nine months out, man. That's uh... – which I, I don't know if we'll cover it and tweet the table. They've already just made a quick move and put Enzo in 205 live and said, yeah. let's keep the ball rolling, at least with that storyline. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to. And uh, I mean, I don't know. And we'll talk more about Cass and his breakaway from the ring in tweet the table in the next segment. Stay tuned for that. But uh, again, this is another one where, man, this comes at. And for Cass, this is different than Oscar because this is coming right on the where they were. Think about giving him a push. Clearly, you know. Yeah, exactly. It was it was pivotal in the sense that Oscar was established in her role, and we understood what that was. For Cass, it was all right. This is your opportunity. Let's see if you can do it. Oh shit! Your ACL soft. 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 Oh gosh, man. All right. Well, we should. Well, what do you think happens? Do you think he still comes back in that mid level, or do you think it's just a and in the ring, Cass? Yeah, I mean, I think so, unless he can uh, work on, you know, stay working on this. You know, go so nine months, but you can go to that performance center and be doing promos all the time. Let's work on that. Let's get him some acting classes while he's injured. Right? Yeah, because his in-ring work is very serviceable for a big guy like sure. he is. Remember that four-way match that he had, I think, with – Kevin Owens, when Kevin Owens became Universal Champion, it was Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Big Cass, and, and Kevin Owens. Yeah. And he did really well in that match. Now yeah. he's first eliminated, so he didn't have as long a time as the others, but still, he did really well in it. And uh, his in ring work is fine. It's the, hey, man, you're kind of generic and boring. And guess what? 
we got more people coming up through this NXT uh, pipeline, and it's either, as one uh, atheist asshole said, get over or get out. Mm-hmm, right. Is he atheist? Uh, <laughs> no, you. I'm saying that's what you said. Oh, I did say that. Yeah, but I stole that from Hogan. Oh, you did? <laughs> yep. He did that on TNA's. Remember their like post show that they had for a while? That was yeah, like a, that, that uh-huh. did that did storyline stuff afterwards, uh-huh. you know. Uh, he cut one of the best promos I've ever heard him cut on there. It was, and I can't remember who he was directing it at, but he was like pissed off, sweating, done. He was like, in this business, there's a few things, you know, I can't remember exact words, right? And he's like, but it basically boils down to this, get over or get out. And you can tell, like, I was like, man, he's really pissed off at somebody. You know what I mean? Like, he was really leaning into it. So, uh, yeah, if that's a good one. If you can find that, post it. That'd be great. Yeah. I'd like to see that promo. Try yeah, that's a good one. It. Yeah, I'll look for that. Uh, in the meantime, we will take a break. But if you need to take a break, hop on over to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. We have tons of affiliate links that's going to help us keep the lights on in this place, right? We've got high spots. We've got collar and elbow. If you use collar and elbow, use the promo code TABLE. High spots is a click-through link. Once you click through it off of our website, it's right on the front page right there, right top of it. Uh, it'll take you right to high spots, and you don't need to enter anything else. Uh, same thing with your Amazon links. We've got all kinds of countries on there, Canada, Germany, something else. I don't even know. United States. That America's hat up there. We even gave you some Amazon, right? Because we love you. And and if you have Amazon and a gift card like I just received from my employer for winning the competition of fitness, uh, you can use that. But then first go to SpanishNoundStable.net, click on the country that you live in, mm-hmm. and then go there, use the gift card, and we get a kickback, and you didn't even pay any money. Right. <laughs> And Suck if you just want, if you don't want any of that stuff, you want some stuff from us, go to cafepress.com slash Spanish Announce Table, and you'll find shirts with our logos and stuff up there. And I even put up some hashtag Tweet the Table shirts up there today. So what is hashtag Tweet the Table? You'll have to stick around through the break and find out when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And... The Undertaker has entered the Royal Rumble match at 30 the most times with three. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com! Well, it's a big show. It is the big show, though it's not the big bad show. It's the big good show. Spanish announce table. And this segment, this segment right here, this is what we like to call Tweet the Table. This is where you, the listener, get to participate in the most fun and interactive segment in wrestling radio. Tweet the Table. It's where you go on your Twitter machine, use hashtag Tweet the Table, tell us your any and every wrestling thought. We're going to read the very best of them right here. And we had a lot of them this week. A whole lot of them. Yeah, we had a SummerSlam. We had the NXT took a break. What is it? Brooklyn, right? Take over Brooklyn, uh, and uh, you know, and a couple weeks ago we called you guys out. We said, "Hey, you're not uh, getting enough tweet tables." You, you answered the call, and we're happy for that. As you guys always do. Goes like this: at Living Legend One Forty Eight says, "Someone needs to teach Kurt Angle how to pronounce Oscar." Hashtag tweet the table. Well, he doesn't need to pronounce it for a while. Uska, Uska. At the ultimate one says Alistair Black coming in looking like a fucking badass with a band playing his theme. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that gave me chills. I just love the dichotomy of a stone cold killer walking through just the most energetic, all into it punk rock bands. You know what I mean? It was just that dichotomy of just 
cerebral, psychotic, stone cold, dead face. And then the energetic, loud, in your face, brash lead singer and all the guitarists and drummers just giving you everything they got. I just love that. Oh, it gave me chills. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I agree. At Kitty first. Lady. Says, congrats to Natty on becoming the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Long overdue for a title reign. Hashtag tweet the table. What did you think? And condolences to the crowd, because who's going to fucking like that? <laughs> Look, just because you're with something for a long time doesn't mean then you're do things, okay? Yeah. There's plenty of people, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but there's plenty of people at my job that do a passable job that don't deserve the things that I deserve because I'm better at my job than they are. They don't then just get a raise and more money than me because, oh, they've been here two years longer. That's not how the world works. You don't get paid in the world for the good of job that you do. You get paid on how irreplaceable you are. That's why Tom Brady makes $20 million a year and a teacher makes 30000 because Tom Brady can read the cover too and make a man, Robert Kraft in this point, millions and billions of dollars. And why a teacher makes 30000 because guess what? We can find 15 of them right behind her or him. So yeah. with Natty, great. You've been there, what, nine years, ten years? Woo! You still cut a promo like a new NXT rookie. You run clunky as if you just learned that you're in a ring. And you have the shoulders of a linebacker. Well, I mean, that's not going to go away. That would theoretically do someone well in a pro wrestling ring, uh, you know. But I agree. There's not no the first two things. There's the first, no the last real thing is just me. She's a right. pretty girl. But man, those shoulders is just. Ugh. Anyhow, the first two things, though, are. Well, no. Yeah, undeniable. of course. No. Right. And so that's what she needs to get better at. Yeah. And I, I feel like that had to be something more of along the lines of. They're getting it off Naomi, either like we said, hey, they know around WrestleMania or whenever the belts come out, they're going to put it back on her, but they're not going to hold it on her for six, eight months. So let's, you know, spin it around for a little while. I kind of feel like that's more where they went, but we'll move on. Two people on this next one at Chris Mercado 23. I like that fucking guy says it took like three years, but Shelton Benjamin is finally back on SmackDown Live. Hashtag tweet the table and at B underscore double underscore D says so Chad Gable traded a black ex-wrestler partner for another black ex-wrestler. Hashtag I said it. Hashtag tweet the table. I think they're going to do, from what they kind of alluded to with uh, Gable accepting the match and Benjamin kind of being apprehensive, I think they're legitimately going to carbon copy the, the same storyline that Jordan and Gable had when Gable was like, we're ready, William and Gable. Yeah. And Jordan was like, I don't know. Yeah, I think they're going to do the exact yeah. same thing except for on the main roster. Hey, and credit to Sheldon Benjamin for uh, taking four years to get back to the WWE and still fucking up a promo first chance he gets. <laughs> Way to go, bud. Way to go, pal. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder why you were Jesus gone for so long. Christ. Yeah, I wonder why. Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah. Never that's mind. it. Hey, Shelton Benjamin, where you been? Oh, never mind. I don't want to know where yep. you've been. Yep. At Theo75 says, I love Angry Miz berating that balding meathead John Cena. I want to see this Miz more often. Hashtag tweet the table. Man, did he sound like he was pouring his heart out there? Uh, that was great. I loved every second of that. And you kind of got to see a little bit, too, of the real John Cena come out. Because when 
Miz called out Roman and Cena for being undeserving of always getting a moment while Miz works his ass off and isn't given those same opportunities. Roman Reigns just stone faced and kind of was like playing his cards close to the vest, you know, where it was yeah. like, I'm not telling you if I'm mad or angry, I'm just going to keep staring at you. And John Cena kind of was like, yeah, <laughs> because everyone agreed and he didn't want to stand up and say no, because he kind of knew he was in the wrong if yeah. he did. So he just cowered to the crowd because of, I don't know, peer pressure or whatever you call that social pressure. And he was like, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I loved it all. At the Iceman Forever says, Oh boy, we're going to get a Cena versus Reigns feud. I'm so excited. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag this tweet is full of sarcasm. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, how yeah. awesome was it that they chanted, You both suck? God, that was the best. And voraciously i mean yeah. from the pits of their stomachs they wanted them both to know you both suck just yeah. really hard oh god that was great that was one of the best chants i've heard from a crowd because that is not it's not like fight forever where okay somebody made it up and now we've heard it a bunch of times i've never heard that i've never heard an entire crowd just deep voiced just like you both suck just both of you <laughs> i hate the visual of you doing a ring together god damn it <laughs> that was the best i loved it all right two more on this one at hobayam i haven't heard from hobayam in a while we still never got hey. is it jobayam or hobayam but i'm gonna keep saying hobayam until told otherwise and if you already told us my bad you've been gone a while i forgot at hobayam says sasha alexa was 200 times better than randy rusev hashtag tweet the table and at hallmark of swede says hashtag tweet the table says no my goddess alexa just lost her title that's bullshit yeah, I didn't expect uh, Sasha to come away with this one. We, I don't think either one of us picked that in our predictions last week. I don't think we did, but, you know, hey, even Babe Ruth stri strikes out. So, you know what I'm saying? Suck it easy from the backside. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little new wrinkle takes on talent, that but diss. Yeah. Takes talent, but you get done. Uh, I, yeah, of course it was better than uh, Rusev Randy Orton, which, man, that hot feud got featured so prominently <laughs> on SmackDown Live. Way to go, guys. Yeah. Way, way to build off of that steam. Yeah, that was really intense, wasn't it? At Chris Merkut. Well, what? and it's been reported, and I don't like to use reports from dorks who aren't with the company uh, in our news, but it's been reported that Lana and Rusev are asking for their release. Yeah, boy. That Again, though, I mean, I feel like Rusev's underutilized. Um now, He's the best, handsome Rusev. Now, handsome Rusev. Now, do you think he could pull like a Cody Rhodes and go make more money than he's making now? You think Rusev's up there in the upper, or is he still down there making well, Sami Zayn you know money? What? No, because you know what it would be important for him to do? Well, here's where it all rides, in my opinion, of if he can make the Cody Rhodes type money on the independent scene, is how does he come out? Right after the release, does he say, I'm the artist formerly known as Jack Swagger, and then we've never heard of him since? God, or does he say, or does he say, all right, this is my opportunity. You guys want to know why I, I bet on myself? Here's why. Just like Cody Rhodes did. If mm -hmm. he goes with that approach, yeah, I think, of course, he could do every bit as good, if not better than Cody Rhodes in New Japan, uh, Ring of Honor, he, all that stuff. He would be more ready when that happened than Cody Rhodes was ready when 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 he left. Exactly. Yep. So 
But if he just decides to say, well, I was Rusev, don't you guys love Rusev and does the Jack Swagger bullshit? Well, then no, he's going to, you know, a, a lazy man's approach approach gets a lazy man's check. And so that's what I think about that. Now, here's a booking decision. Assuming Rusev is uh, let go. This is the number one you thing any promotion has to do. I don't care how much fucking cost. I don't care if it if it get, goes against building uh, permits or whatever, but you have that motherfucker arrive on a goddamn tank and he's going to be over for the rest of his life. Look at my fucking, fucking tank. Yeah. You get a tank into the ring of honor, Hammerstein ballroom, and that shit will get over forever. That's a, that's a yeah. beer truck stone cold moment for your promotion if you get the fucking tank with Russo on it tank and at, at chris mercado 23 says cesaro should win superstar of the year for destroying that stupid beach ball hashtag tweet the table so did you see they confiscated 22 beach balls at raw or i think it was either raw or smackdown i can't remember uh because they're in the same city right so th that's right. where some of this fun starts to happen on these three-day weekends where they go in the same venue uh because you get some of that blowback you know it's, it's super fun I, well fun. true and also to the credit uh, or to the defense of the crowd before i shit on them because that's what i do but to their defense before the uh rant begins if you let's say are a super fan and you got NXT, SummerSlam, Raw, SmackDown tickets. You got nine hours on Saturday and Sunday, plus another five hours of Raw and SmackDown. Of fucking course you want a beach ball to distract you from another walkout of the Usos. Like, I mean, the Usos are killing it, but you know what I'm saying? Like, Christ. And so I get it to that point, but now here's the rant, and it's going to be short. Beach balls are fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, that's it. If you own a beach ball, you're fucking dumb. You're the dumb one in your group. Just know that. And if two of you own beach balls, your whole fucking group is dumb, and no one likes you guys. Yeah. So beach balls equals stupid. Well, because here's the thing. If I'm in a crowd... Let's say you and I go to Raw, all right? Sprint Center, Kansas City, next time Raw is in town. Or SmackDown, yep. whatever. We're there uh, up in the two-suite, right, from Anthony Sharkbait Gutierrez, friend of the show. Uh, mm. We're up there, uh, and somehow a beach ball comes. Let's say we're not in the two-suite, right? We're down in the regular crowd. The beach ball is popping around. Beach ball is coming around. It's about to hit me. There's I'm forced to play along or let a beach ball hit me in the face. You know what I mean? Like, And I don't want to play along. But I also don't want to get hit. With a beach ball. So thanks a lot. Yeah. The only time a beach ball is acceptable is if you're a father or mother and uh, you're introducing that beach ball to your child. Or you're at the beach, you know. Even then, you're a fucking schmuck. Like, really? <laughs> I'm sure Get we've had. I'm sure my family's gone to the beach. And we've had a beach ball and the kids play with a ball or something in the water, you know. Like that's Well, that's what I'm saying. If you have it for your child. It's fine. It's it's great for anyone under the age of 12. Fucking enjoy the shit out <laughs> Right, of it. right. As soon as you start seeing pubic hair, men or women, yeah. fucking cut out the beach ball. Yeah, when you come over to one of our barbecues, like we've got a volleyball net up, but we're going to play a real volleyball with that. I'm not going to yeah. bust out the beach ball. Not a beach ball. 
Ugh. All right. You're fucking lame if you're like a beach ball. At B underscore double underscore D. What? what? D. B under- D. <laughs> D. Said, said, who would have thought in 2017 the biggest pop of the night would have been one half of beer money? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, he got a hell of a reaction. Well, I yes, I agree on SmackDown and on NXT TakeOver, but um, – Let's be honest. If it was the other half of beer money, <laughs> that would be eyebrow raising. We all knew. Yeah. If anyone was going to make it from that fucking team, it wasn't the weird guy that has the cowboy hat. Yeah, I it's thought there was more. At, at the time when they were breaking up, I thought there was more money to be had in James Storm just as a, a merchandising standpoint with his mm-hmm. gimmick. But, boy, he proved me wrong, didn't he? All right, yeah. at Lady yeah, Undertaker. I like fucking money. I want to be yeah. dumb and go I back. I want to go to TNA. TNA. Yeah, go back. I got yeah. out. I got out, and I'm going to go back. <laughs> Jesus Christ, James Thorne, what is wrong with you? <laughs> A dumb motherfucker to go back. Yep. Christian didn't even want to go back for the one-time trade to get Ric Flair for the Hall of Fame. He was pissed yeah, he about was like, having to go right, back guys, for one so day. Here's the moment uh, that I left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't want to go back for one day. And you were like, ah, nah, fuck NXT, fuck this thing. All right, at Lady Undertaker says, really like Demon Finn's SummerSlam entrance. Creepy cool. Hashtag tweet the table. All of everything just fell flat for me. All of that. The Bray Wyatt feud, the whole, I mean, I just yeah. don't. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I sound like a broken record, so I apologize. But I don't know any other two cents to give in to this Finn thing other than to say, it is exactly to me what in 1997 Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy was. Yeah. I, I get it. People fucking love it. They're doing the gyrations oh, and deservedly. Blah, blah, blah. You know he's yeah, real good. They're, they're over on everything, but I don't give two oh, shits. Yeah. And I know people that fucking love that Finn Balor entrance, right? Sharkbait loved Shark it. Bait, the twins, yeah. uh, the yeah. Regal twins, fucking loved it. I mean, there's. Obviously, they make T-shirts a million times over and sell them, so people love it. But for me, that is my new piss break. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with that. Yep. At Theo75 says, an Elias concert is better than a crummy rock concert. Hashtag tweet the table. Is it? Is it? it? I like how he did the what's up thing, though, with the, uh, you know, he's like, if you feel me, stand up. Say what's up. <laughs> like, I loved it. I like that part. That was fun. But, yeah. I mean, how long can this go? I mean, really, this is going to get oh, forever. super annoying. But, exactly. That's what they love. Well, yeah, They're going to do it. They're going to annoy you till you like it. Like like Roman Reigns? <laughs> well, but that's different. That's being force-fed. This is yeah. just, here's subtle little hints. Aren't you getting tired of it? But now don't you kind of love it? And you're like, fuck, I do. Well, and so, if he's yeah. got if he's got some good lines and stuff that come out of it like that, I mean, over time, you know, yeah. and then he could do a face run with that, I guess. You know, why not? What mm-hmm. the fuck else is he going to do? All right, we got three people chiming in on this one. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. He says, what? An unsuccessful Money in the Bank cash-in in the week of SummerSlam. Is the WWE disenamored with Corbin or what? And at Rock underscore WIR replied to him saying, not every cash-in has to be successful. Somebody's got to lose now and then. Maybe winning the case is all the push Corbin got. Hashtag tweet the table. And at GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table, Corbin's body looks like a face, especially with that belly button. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we went from serious to even more serious here. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, man. I, I do. I had heard about that, that he had been souring, uh, you know, or opinions have been souring of, of him. Um, but you never know what that is. That's all conjecture. Um, so I, I don't know, man. He's, he's money. I still think he's money. I think eventually we need a hair versus hair match that he loses. And then it, to me, it'll be awesome. I don't care backstage that X, Y, and Z happen with Ryder or Vince. I don't. I'm not in that world, so all I care about is what's on my TV. And to me, he's awesome. I like everything that he does, except for that hairline. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Other than that, love it. I love that little baseball slide, that that big boss man underneath mm-hmm. the turnbuckle on the other side clothesline. I like his finisher. Uh, I like his new uh, intro and video package that he comes out to the ring to. I like everything, except for that fucking hair. But that's it. But that's it. Uh-huh. The Ultimate One says, My Bay Oscar and my Boo Ember are fighting right now. So I'm a little torn, man. Hashtag tweet the table. And you could hear the depression in a tweet. I never thought I could hear that. Yeah. Always <laughs> go for your main chick. Remember that. Because yeah, now, here's the thing. You're going to have to celebrate with one and console another one. I mean, that's rough. You know, you're the wave of emotions. That's, yeah. you know, it's a dangerous <laughs> game you're playing there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Righty tighty, lefty <laughs> loosey. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. <laughs> At Katie first. <laughs> Lady. Says, New Day and the Usos matches will be the death of me. Hashtag tweet the table. God, they put on a hell of a show. What does that mean? Yeah, that you don't like them? No, I just think that they're like so energetic and so, like they're breathtaking and, uh, you know, like oh, they're on the yeah. edge of your seat and yeah. They're great. If you start really looking at the Usos matches on pay-per-view, they're consistently always amazing, if not the match of the night. Like, think about all the amazing matches they had with the four-way, with Tyson Kidd, uh, um, Cesaro, Los, Los Matadors, and New Day. Then they're... Uh, tag team matches with uh, Harper and Rowan. Then their tag team matches with the Shield. Then their tag team matches with this New Day. Then their tag team. I mean, it's every single team that they have mm-hmm. a kick-ass oh, yeah. match with. I don't agree with JBL much, but when he says the best tag team in the business right now, he's absolutely right. The Usos yeah, are amazing. I mean, they're one and two. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh yeah, and the New Day. Yeah, like if you're ranking them, they get the number one spot and the number two spot. And then if you want to argue, they might give the third. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they're that much. They're that far ahead of everyone else when it seems like they've been given creative freedom. Right? So they were getting stale a little bit with the face paint and the fire and the ooh and the um. And then they're like, all right, well, then let's try this. And that's fucking over, too. And the first thing was over as well, you know? like. Oh, yeah. They can always go back to that when they have a face turn. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Chris Mercado 23 says, if Cass is out for a while, it can only help him. Get him some pants, new music, develop his character, because right now he sucks. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. Hey, but look, Test has been at this for a while, and mm-hmm. I think eventually he'll get it. The son of Test uh, has, has this in his blood, right? But I do yeah. agree. When you're that tall, man, let's get some pants, right? Yeah. Right, I mean that's a lot of leg skin to look at, or that's just a lot. Just put him in something. Uh, he even got those big old D cups running around. He needs to cover them up as well, you know. <laughs> All right, <laughs> two people chime in on this one. At the ultimate one says, "I would ask why Enzo is carrying baby oil, 
but I really don't want to know the answer. Hashtag tweet the table. And at the Iceman forever says, damn, sometimes Enzo talks way too much. Hashtag tweet the table. There are times where I find him going like, okay, we could shorten this up a little, but he's still doing it better than 90% of the people out there, if not more than that. Uh, I did like the touch of lube because, of course, Enzo would have lube on him, right? (laughs) Of course. Mm -hmm. In New York. In In New York, York, of course, he's going to have lube. I thought it would have been stupid if they were in – uh, yeah, you know, uh, South Bend, Indiana, right? But when when that kind of character is in the Big Apple, New York, well, of course, that's why I liked it. Um, I agree that sometimes his promos are a little long, but I only think they're a little long in front of the crowd in the ring. When he cuts that same promo backstage, yeah, I think it hits home runs. Yeah, and if he's gonna do the long. Let me tell you this and this and this and this. Do it backstage. But if he wants to hit yeah. the, the the hits, the one-liners, do that in the ring. Well, and therein lies the problem. So if he's got this nice long promo that goes great backstage, the thing about backstage is he doesn't got to go through the, my name is Enzo Amore. And I right. he's got to spend five minutes saying the same shit over and over again. Right. right. Yeah. You, you save the big cast or whoever, you know, in this case now, uh, post-injury, Neville, I'm going to kick your ass. You save that for backstage, but then you save the uh, realest guy in the room for walking to the ring. That's right. what the New Age Outlaws did. That's why it lasted so long is they didn't do 10, 20 minutes every single time. They just hit it backstage, got their good shit in the crowd. How long did those guys live off of catchphrases? Man, they did it in TNA. They did it like they they played that same role. They just changed their names numerous mm-hmm. times. And Conan and all that. Like they just come out and spit the same shit. And there it is. Keep people on love going. it. People love it. All right, two people chime in on this one at B underscore double underscore. Deep it says Adam Cole baby hashtag tweet the table and at the ultimate one says Fish and O'Reilly just came through and wrecked shit hashtag tweet the table. That's Red Dragon. Red Dragon. They're going to be cool, I think. It's going to be interesting. I'm going to tune in while Mm -hmm. we're recording on a Wednesday night, uh, the best night to record a podcast, and we are the number one podcast recorded on a Wednesday night. Um, And that is when NXT records, so I might watch it tomorrow at work because I got my PTO now. Um, But I'm definitely interested. The only thing that plays against Red Dragon's uh, favor is they're physical, and they kick the shit out of everyone, right? But is it believable? And I know it's pro wrestling, but is it believable against the authors of pain? Like, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if Kyle O'Reilly kicks the twin, one of the, I don't know their fucking names, kicks one of the twins' legs, like, he's just going to eat that and walk through it. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, but those guys are really experienced and probably know how to work from under. And Oh, I know. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? If they're going to be this NWO type of takeover, it's hard to be the NWO type of takeover. When the guys are three times bigger than mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I could see him coming in just saying like, hey, uh, all these MFers that have been everywhere we've been came through here. So you guys suddenly forget about us? Right. I mean, like, are we the somehow only- the last of the line? Are we the weakest of this here? Bullshit. Yeah. We're going to show you we're not. Right? Right. The only thing that uh, was eye-catching for me and Adam Cole and the other two's debut is how tiny they are compared to the land yeah. of the monsters. Like Drew yeah. McIntyre looked like he could fuck them all up. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah, that's, you know, I mean, WWE's done real good about getting people past those 
perceivable differences, oh, yeah. you know, but, but man, like Adam Cole instantly for as tiny as he sh- appeared on that NXT takeover, my mind instantly went to 205 live. Yeah. He'd be great there. Uh, right. Well, and to some extent, man, like if you're not, I don't envision anytime soon that you're going to see uh fishing O'Reilly, uh, winning any singles heavyweight championships in WWE, right? So why aren't right. they on 205 Live? Uh, you, now, obviously, yeah. they're a tag team, so you could run them through a tag team division, but you also have 205 Live when one of them is injured or something because there they're not as oversized and mismatched and where it's just, yeah, I mean, are we going to see Kyle O'Reilly versus Drew Gallic or what's his name, Drew McIntyre? Uh, mm-hmm. Like, man, that's going to be really hard to, to look past. Right. And – 205 Live gives you more room. It's an extra hour, so you can tell your fun match. And let's be honest. Let's do some things because the Cedric Alexanders, the Rich Swans, the uh, Ali guys, they're fu- – Drew Gulak's. Fuck th- – fire them and replace them with Adam Cole, Kyle Riley, exactly. and Zoe. You know, replace them with the good guys you have and stop taking chances on guys that are just drowning. Here's here's where I think 205 Live would be better, right? So you've got NXT, and that's like the super indie, right? We'll call that the super Mm -hmm. indie, right? Mm -hmm. Make your 205 Live less a cruiserweight and make it more like an ROH, right? Let's get it a little more gritty, a little less production, but it's those type of guys. So it's not all about the flips and shit, but they still do that style of like where Jim Ross will tell them to slow down. Right and right. sell a little, well, you know what I mean. So let's make it that. Like I would much rather yeah, watch and just it that. Use your underutilized guys and get them over there, so that then it's an easy transition for an Adam Cole to have a match with Seth Rollins. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. At Metaboard Two says happy with SummerSlam. Natty showed she's been great for a decade, and Gender keeps the bonger going. That shit's my jam. Hashtag tweet the table. Great for a decade. You were wrong. <laughs> You were wrong. For a decade. Uh, I mean, look, she's obviously valuable to the company in some way, right? I mean, she's obviously not terrible. She's serviceable. You know what I think? You know know what it is? Is like, you ever seen somebody, right? Uh, Like in this, there's been people like this that I can't think of one right off the top of my head, but we've seen wrestlers like this where, man, yeah, they can come in, they do every move like it's supposed to, right? It's textbook. They do all the things. They can train uh, people. They can help people, uh, newcomers along, kind of train them on the road as we go along. But for whatever reason, when they get in the ring, it just doesn't look believable and right. Right? Like, yeah, you pulled that suplex right. You didn't botch the move. It looked like you're supposed to. But you just, it doesn't come off as real with you. And that's how I feel about Natty. Yeah. And I think... I think she's an amazing person. Let me clarify oh, yeah, that of course. too. I think she's a. I think if I ever, if she was ever on this show, or for whatever reason she was at a NWL show and I met her, I bet you a million dollars I would be like, that is the oh. coolest fucking person in the uh, world. Our friends of the show, the Shamburgers, uh, always love say that her. About her. Yeah, always love say that her. About her. Yep. You know, love her, and I think I would too, right? I would right. be like, I'm over the moon. Sure, man, she is amazing. But that doesn't take away the fact that. You're just not good at your job. It's like what I said uh, about a year ago. My grandma is the greatest person in the world. But if she became the head basketball coach of the Knicks, she should get fired because she doesn't know how to do that. But it's it's, it's not even that to me. It's not like she looks out of place. It just looks like she's somebody playing a pro wrestler. 
Yeah, she hasn't got any better. She's right. literally the same skill level, in my opinion, from when she was kissing gender, uh, gender or not gender, but uh, Kali. Great Kali. Oh, yeah, when God. she was cr- kissing Great well, Kali. Well, they had that farting gimmick now. for her. Remember that? <laughs> what? Was, remember that farting gimmick they had for her for a while where yeah. she was farting? The fuck was that? Now that's about? Right. that's stupid. That's not her fault. But yeah, like, no, I know. But well, I mean, at some point you agreed to do that shit. Now she was well, new enough where she couldn't really say no. I'm not going to do that. I guess. At Lady yeah. Undertaker says, "I would like to see Strowman as Universal Champ." Hashtag tweet the table. What do you think, man? Well, is it is it time? Well, fuck. They're booking it like they think it's time. I mean, when have you seen Brock Lesnar consistently get his ass right. kicked like that? And, well, here's the thing. I feel like for what they need that Strowman character to do, he does it all fine. He's new, and yeah, he could learn a lot more about actual in-ring wrestling and stuff, but fuck, he is on the money right now. So you might as well, and then you've got, have him have that long, dominant run, and then you've got somebody that somebody can take down, right? I mean, I don't see why not. Yeah, but I think the sizzle on the, the Strowman character is that he's not champion. Like, I love that he's barbaric and getting... Uh, walking away from car crashes and going through ambulance doors to take you out and just holy fuck this guy's going to kill all of us <laughs> right. and he's like all of he's us. like the he's like the monster loose in the little village yeah and that's where it is he doesn't necessarily have to be the champion the champion be like oh, i'm the best in the world and then and everyone's like oh fuck no i'm not and yeah run oh, away, yeah you know? no you have to do it right like he has to i mean you know he could he could still yeah you're right because on the chase where he's like I need the competition I'm gonna be but at some point what's driving him to have that and and right. it's still great for well, somebody to I'm take down the monster until until I don't think it's ready yet I would still say you you have the locker room team up on Strowman right yeah so he's trying to look for Roman. and Seth and Dean are like Roman we we get it man yeah we'll help you, out. you well you know where he's great is in the title match as the challenger for when you've got somebody like Finn Balor's holding the, right, or Kevin Owens, right? Some of these smaller or less physically impressive folks, you know, Sami Zayn gets a run with the title or something, right? Well, we've right. done the Sami Zayn uh, Strowman thing, but you get the idea, right? Yeah, he's yeah. much better in that role, but still, in that I, main event storylines, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I love it all. At B underscore double underscore. This Bo Dallas out here looking like a Colombian drug lord. Hashtag tweet the table. You look like you got that cocaina in hey, his pinky. I listened to him on Chris Jericho's podcast. Did you listen to this thing? No. He is a uh, conspiracy theory nut. Like, into them all, right? He's in here talking about lizard people living in the hollow earth, right? <laughs> I mean, like, full on. But then, man, when you listen to it, I'm like, why is this not this guy's gimmick? Because he was so fucking lost in it, right? I mean, he I was like, holy shit, especially when you got his brother over here being a fucking weirdo. What the fuck are we doing? Have him think everything's a conspiracy and everything is you know, everything. And there's weird shit, right? Like putting things together. And here's the thing, like he could have these weird, wacky conspiracies with like three or four different people, right? And we're like, man, what a fucking weirdo, especially like the seventh time he said something. But then one of them comes true, right? And it mm-hmm. gives him juice to be like, see? See, I told you, you know, like, oh, man, it would be great. 
Oh yeah, and you know, easy to to tie that into the Bray Wyatt character. Bray Wyatt is the one feeding him all the conspiracies. Right. So he's a brainwashed consi- conspiracy theorist, fed information by his big brother. I think he's the big brother. Yeah. And that's why he believes all this stuff. And so when Bray does get a victory, that allows you know Bo Dallas to be like, "See, I told you mm-hmm. he was right." You know what right. I mean? And then if he loses, it's well, it's because it's a conspiracy. They're against Bray Wyatt, and mm-hmm. just keep going with that. Yeah. It- it yeah, would be, be so easy. And it fits into the take down the machine thing that Wyatt always uh-huh. used to say. It's so easy. And it's so, man, you should listen to that interview just to hear what I'm talking about. He was so into it. It would be so easy. He'd be right. I mean, he'd be feeding all the lines to the to the creative team. They wouldn't even need to come up with nothing. Anyway, at the ultimate one. says, so far, Bray has lost to an undead wizard and a demon king at marquee shows. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, how am I supposed to buy into this Bray Wyatt character being tough when every time he goes up against somebody that has his level of weirdness, he loses? I mean, he loses, or period. But his yeah. level of drive, he yeah. loses. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't even know. We've said it so many times. Like, yeah, they just booked him into obscurity, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. At Chris Mercado 23 says, being the modern-day Maharaja, you would think Jinder could afford a decent haircut. Is that a jerry curl? Hashtag tweet the table. It's a little <laughs> curlish, isn't it? A soul glow going on in that thing there. Hey, gender <laughs> equality, you know what I mean? Gender equality. Why is he not using that line? Somebody get this line to him. He, Because it, it fits already with everything he's saying, right? The xenophobic yep. stuff, and it's, I just want some gender equality. And that would get such mainstream hype. God, that would be great. Gender equality. I would buy a gender equality shirt. Yep. God. At Mr. Fourth Row says, oh, brother, Cornette is redder than Pritchard. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. Hey, when we talked, when GFW was forming, right, and we were calling it Fuck Yeah America Championship Wrestling, the reason you said absolutely the reason this is going to suck the very first thing you said is fucking you're going to have Jim Cornette out there <laughs> like mm-hmm. and just goddamn almost everything is coming true that we've ever predicted about this thing yep yep there it is god there it is. i will say this though and i tagged you in a facebook post about it conan's uh promo on Cornette, where he's like, the gringos uh, don't run anything down here. You know, we do all that stuff. I was like, that was good. He's saying we'd sell your sweet ass for a cup of soup and a honey bun. Yeah, Yeah. a pin. I was like, damn. If that was on Raw, that would have been a Miz type Mm -hmm. quality promo. You know what I mean? Yeah, Conan. And I, I started noticing that too when Lucha Underground first came out and he was doing that first stuff with Prince Puma. I was like, damn, Conan's Conan can go on that mic, man, in front of the camera, man. He can play that yeah. role real well. Yep. Keep it's probably going. who he really is, you know. But anyway, <laughs> at B underscore double underscore D says Naomi came out looking like an epileptic's worst nightmare. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. God. Yeah. It's a little too much. It is. But hey, much. kids love it. And oh, you know, yeah. the average. The average viewer is 55. So let's just keep going with that. Keep going with that. At Hobayam. Says Booker T and his right there are trending. Hashtag tweet the table. Hey, I thought David Otunga was being replaced because he was shooting a movie, but he did the fucking pre-show. Right. Yeah. Are they keeping Booker T? No, they're keeping Booker T. Yeah. I think they no. realize really, yeah. No, they are, yeah. At Chris Mercado 23 says, if you chant sweet after the referee says two, 
then there's a 1,000% chance that I fucking hate you. Hashtag tweet the table. And you probably own a beach ball. And you probably own a beach ball. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. Yes, John Cena has a big mouth. Hey, there it is. I'll yeah. tell Emily. All yeah. right. Yeah. I like it. All right. Good. I yeah, because like we Thank asked you. that. We said, hey, uh, what do you guys tell us with your hashtag yes. tweet the table? You know what else we asked you fans to do with hashtag tweet the table that nobody's done yet is hashtag TMAC can't complain about. Right? And then tell us something TMAC can't complain about. Right? Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag TMAC can't complain about uh, ice cream cones. Are you serious? Ice cream cones? They're first off, they're they're not good to the texture of your hand. Second, when you eat it, it'll cut the roof of your mouth. Third, by the time the ice cream gets to the melting part, it's going over the ice cream cone. So why don't you just get a dish first off? And then on top of all of that, it's not even tasty. It's like you're just chewing air. It's stupid. Waste of money. Dumb. And it's ugly. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag TMAC can't complain about Rusev with a fucking tank. Oh. Oh, yeah. You can't do it, can you? You can't. You can't. You can't do it, can you? Oh. Well, let's be honest. He doesn't know how to operate it. So who the fuck's driving it? Probably an American. And that just doesn't make any sense because he's Bulgarian. And uh, Bulgarians, right? Yeah, I mean, really. (laughs) That was hard. (laughs) Yeah, that was a hard one. But that's the game. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag TMAC can't complain about. At B underscore double underscore. Hey, if you're Bulgarian, I love you. Just by the way, I love yeah, all especially of you, Rusev. Yeah, especially, especially Rusev. Somebody stop hey. Rusev! Oh my God, you don't want to hear that. Nope. Hear that. Uh, D says Big Cass came out looking like the last leather sofa at a clearance sale. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line. Yeah, he does look like a big, like seven foot long leather sofa that's been sitting around. In the store, right? The last sectional. Yeah, right. At Hobayam says, may somebody please tell Seth to shave his armpits? Hashtag tweet the table. Armpit no, hair bothering him. you? No, I don't. I will trim yeah, it back, but I don't like, you know what I mean? I don't want it like looking like I got, what they say, buckwheat in a headlock. how they say that. But I will definitely right. trim it back, you know? But I'm never right. like, shaving but, it off. Like one of the great things I think about the Drew McIntyre look is that he has chest hair and he looks like a man that could kick your ass. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you don't always have to be clean shaven and fucking a swimmer. Right. At the 075 says John Cena's balding spot is as noticeable as the crater on Mimas, the moon of Saturn. Hashtag tweet the table. There you go. Look at that. Did you know I'll that was the uh, yeah. Did you know that was the moon of Saturn? I did not. Right? Thank you. I, I probably said it wrong Thank too. I don't know. Mimas. Mimas. Hey. At, B, <laughs> at B underscore double underscore. D. Says, why is Shane sweating more than the wrestlers though? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, he was he was profusely sweating during that. Well, he was in New York. He was probably doing Coke, allegedly. Uh-huh. Right. Or maybe he was just really worried I mean, about wouldn't something. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? You just uh, survived a plane crash. You think you're untouchable. Coke is you're a star. Yeah. yeah, you're a big star. You're rich. Yeah. You're rich, and, and you don't ever have to do anything and just collect your WWE money for the rest of your life, and well, you're fine. And you're doing something a little bit out of your element that you have to have high energy for. Why would you not do Coke? Why not? At Chris yeah. Mercado 23 says, 
What are the odds that Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, and Shane McMahon all wear the same size shirt? Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> yeah? Crazy. Right? Nuts. At Kitty First. Lady. Says, apparently the HBK KFC spot was supposed to be for Ric Flair. That would have been funny as hell to see. Hashtag tweet the table. So they did that uh, Shawn Michaels is the colonel. Apparently it was going to be Ric Flair, and then you know he had his health issues and still in the oh. hospital. Uh, yeah, that would have been a lot more fun than what that commercial was. That commercial was not I, fun. I just thought, I don't know. There's certain guys, in my opinion, and I know pro wrestling is men and women in their underwear fake fighting, but I think there's some people – that when you're doing the advertisement things, they're above that, right? Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. <sighs> yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, Triple H. Like, those guys should never be the fucking colonel. You, you, know? Know, where, you know where they thought it was going to come off as funny is, you know, Shawn and Triple H did those great funny commercials for the WWE shop when they were doing DX. But, again, that fits that character, right? You're right. Not Shawn Michaels the guy. It just doesn't feel well, right. Uh, the greatest of all time, arguably. Uh, right, you know? yeah. Like, Jordan doesn't do fucking w- dumb commercials like now, that. No, where Flair's yeah. an exception is Flair's just that guy, right? He is that well, under-the-spotlight showman. Yeah, well, let's let's take this analogy over to, like, the basketball world, right? Like, Michael Jordan doesn't do the Carfax driving a cartoon car with the general thing, right? right? Yeah, he's not dressing up as Colonel does. Sanders. But Shaq right. does, but right? Shaq does, yep. Because Shaq is the showman who isn't afraid yeah, to Shaq put does a Doctor Scholes, yeah, <laughs> right. right, right. So, you know what I mean. You can still be great, and if you've already established yourself to do anything, it's awesome. But when you're elite like that, don't do it. Although LeBron did that stupid fucking Sprite commercial. What? I said although LeBron did that stupid fucking Sprite commercial. The, I, I wouldn't tell talking. you to drink Sprite if you were thirsty. I'd ask you if you wanted. You know that whole thing. The I wouldn't tell you yeah, about it's but great. That was yeah. still in the realm of not being like a goofy well, Super Bowl dog. too. It was a little bit different. Right. Yeah. All right. Final one at B underscore double underscore. Says okay. I slept on it. Jinder versus Nakamura was still complete garbage juice. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. Good. It, well, neither guy can speak English that well. One, because he doesn't know the language, and the other because it's Nakamura. And no, I'm kidding. Uh, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, gender fucking, he always sounds like he has a head cold. Yeah. How do you always sound sick? Cocaine. It must be. But does <laughs> right? that mess up your throat? Uh, I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. All that drainage? Yeah, I you guess. know what I'm talking about. And then Nakamura, he just doesn't know the language, and so he's already <laughs> weird and doesn't know it. So it's hard for him. And sometimes he does promos with a mouthpiece in that doesn't make it any easier. And so yeah, it's just I think, in my opinion, the gender thing was awesome because I love the anyone can win this fucking title, right? But I think the experiment is done, and there's other other more deserving people that can tell a better story that could have that title. Okay. Because he's not even main eventing SmackDown. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. No, I, I noticed that too, yeah. 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 I, I can see what you're saying there. I'll agree with that. All right, let's take a break here. We're going to come back in our next segment, our rotating third segment. This time we're going to go... Back in time! When we return. Huh? You like that? <laughs> huh? Yeah, I did. Huh? All right. You weren't expecting that one, were you? <laughs> no. Are you expecting to go... Back in time! 
Now I am. <laughs> now I am. All right, we're going to do that when we come back from the break. But, by the way, if you need to take a break, like we mentioned last time, go check out SpanishNounceTable.net, all our affiliate links. Do some stuff. Man. Buy some stuff. Hang out on the website and look at some things that we got on there. <laughs> right. Too. Yeah, we've got some fun stuff on there, too. All right, yep. we will be back, and we'll go back in time when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... You can go ahead and jog your memories, but this is a fact. The Rock has never won the WWE title at WrestleMania. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com Yeah, that music is. How did you, how can you not be ready for a fight if that's your walkout music? I still think the UFC missed the boat with not letting him walk out to that song. Now that could have been not his choice, but it's a fucking great song. It is great. Uh, all right, T Mac, our rotating third segment. Before we get into what we're gonna do uh, this week, which is we're gonna go back in time. Right. I want to talk about another uh memory trip that i had Back in time. earlier today you don't want to do this but i'm going to put it to the fans right now in two weeks time for episode 215 we will be recording on the seven-year anniversary of the greatest match of all time melina versus alicia fox and we're gonna celebrate we're gonna i mean it's how can, look such a meaningful moment in pro wrestling history we have to celebrate so we want your emails that week for our third segment now you don't only have to email about that calm down i know i know you're all excited and rushing to your computer screens right now but emails that week and if you want tell us what that match has meant to you in your life melina versus alicia fox the greatest wrestling match of all time september 6 2010 you remember it well I do. <laughs> you seem so excited. T Mac hates this idea. No, I just you know we'll see. It is the greatest match of all time. Yep. <laughs> all right, let's do what we came here to do, and that is to go back in time. All right, we're gonna go back and do a little this week in wrestling history. We're gonna go back in time and talk about some things that happened during this week. <laughs> what is that from? That's that uh, Back to the Future. Huey Lewis in the news, right? Back in time. <laughs> yeah. That is so great. Right. So hop in the Spanish announced time machine with me, T Mac, as we go. Back in time. To 15 years ago on August 17th, 2002. Okay. Feeling, it, feeling this out? 2002. The oh, WWF yeah. hardcore title changed hands three times. At a house show in Terre Haute, Terre Haute, Terre Haute, how do you say that? Indiana. Raven yep. won the title from Tommy Dreamer, beginning Raven's 27th and final reign with the hardcore title. Then Raven lost the title to Sean Stasiak, meet, making his 14th reign with the title. And finally, Stasiak lost the title to Tommy Dreamer for his second hardcore title reign of the day and his what number overall title reign with the hard. Core title. 
11. 12. Good. Ah. It's close. Uh, I brought this up because as I was going through the week, that happened throughout. Like every day they were somewhere and the title changed like multiple times. <laughs> it was great. I mean, it, it didn't add any legitimacy to the title, no. but it was fun to just see it, you know, happen. Yeah. I mean, I love it. you know, and just we got to talk about meat. What else are you going to talk about meat? All right. Let's hop back into the Spanish announced time machine, T Mac, as we go. Back in time. <laughs> it's 21 years ago on August 18th, 1996. Okay. What? That was 21 years ago. 21 years ago. Back in time. August 18th, 1996. Yeah, do the math. The WWF held its ninth annual SummerSlam pay-per-view at Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. In this event, Mankind defeated The Undertaker in a boiler room brawl after what happened? Oh, this is, yeah, I remember this like it was yesterday. Paul Bear turned on Undertaker and hit him over the head with the uh, urn. The only thing is that he kept on turning away from him, so you could tell that like he was going to turn on him, but he just didn't do it quick enough, and it kind of like made the turn it. not as good. Yeah. And But it was still crazy that he turned on him. Yeah, yeah, so Paul Bear turned on the Undertaker by hitting him in the head with the urn and handing it to Mankind, who then won the match, as the stipulation was that the first competitor to take possession of the urn would be declared the winner. Yeah, so yeah, I remember so yeah, well. he's turning away to avoid the Undertaker getting the urn. Yeah, but it was like he should have just hit him in get the it. head. Right? Like, he should have, like, if I was booking it, you would have had Undertaker drop to the knee, put the hand up, and then Paul Bear just hits him in the Rack head. Rack him down on the head. He yeah. falls down. Mankind gets it. But in the the turn thing was like, well, what is he doing? Well, now I know what he's doing, but why is it taking so long? Mm-hmm. And then uh, it just jumbled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my travels researching all this, uh, in, in all my travels, Back in time. Uh, I did notice that after this happened, one year later, Undertaker and Mankind would be teaming together. <laughs> so there you go. Pro wrestling. Wrestling. All right, let's hop back in the Spanish announced time machine, T-Mac, and go. Back in time. Four years ago. All right? Isn't that far away? August 19th. 2000. 2013. <laughs> a match between Alberto Del Rio and Sin Cara was called off mid-match when what happened? Yes. Oh, yeah. because Sin Cara dislocated his thumb or something? Wasn't he it? He dislocated right? multiple fingers while performing a dive outside of the ring onto Del Rio. And Del Rio proceeded to kick the shit out of him for it. Yeah, because he just <laughs> looked at it. He's like, oh, my hand. And Del Rio's like, you motherfucker. Of, yeah, yeah, he put the boots to him. <laughs> and then yeah, that was, that was awesome. the end of Sin Cara, really, after that. like he re- yep. they, they replaced him with Hudiko, who is Sin Cara that we know now. But, yeah, how about that, huh? Yeah, on that? TV, like I would have got it if it was a house show, right? Yeah, like, right. Cares? But you're on Raw, right? Got you can, you can at the very least say go home, right? Right. And have him pin me. Let's get out of here. Yeah, your fingers are broke or not. If you think your fingers are broke, you're not Don't gonna. Well, but here's the thing: in the amount of time to say go home, fingers are broke. Find something, hit me, pin me, right? You're spending an extra minute out there, tops. Right, you, yeah. nothing. You, you just got to get through it, right? I don't know. I mean, it's easy to say. It's easy to say. Everybody reacts differently when that shit happens, and they're looking down and don't know what's going on. But you know, I don't know. That was the end of Sin Cara. Yeah, really, fuck that guy. It? All right, let's hop back in the Spanish announced time machine and go. Back in time. <laughs> Fourteen years ago, on August twentieth, two thousand three. Oh, 
So depressing. That's the worst part of the segment is just realizing how long ago that uh-huh. actually was. Michael Shane won the TNA X Division Championship in Nashville, Tennessee, defeating then-champion Chris Sabin and Frankie Kazarian in the first ever... X Division. Or the, the X. The, the Ultimate the X the match. X. Yeah. Ultimate X. The yeah. Ultimate X match, which I like. I never, like, that's a, a decent style match. I wouldn't mind seeing that again. Obviously not in TNA. I don't want to see it in GFW. But it adds a new wrinkle where they, they've got to, like, get across these ropes and stuff. I mean, Hey, speaking of GFW, late-breaking news, uh, their X-Division champion just asked for his release and was granted it. Low-key, gone from GFW. We're going to see him on NXT? No, because McMahon hates him, remember? Yeah, that's true. And everyone hates Low-key, it feels like. I feel like everyone hates Low-key. Yeah, is he an asshole? Yeah, I feel like every shoot interview thing I've watched, every snippet talking about him, they're like, he takes himself too seriously, uh, kind of a dick. Kind of a dick. A little bit of a dick. A little bit of a dick. A bit of a dick. All right, then let's, on that note, let's hop back in the Spanish Nails time machine and go. Back in time. 20 years ago on August 21st, 1997, in the Municipal Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, WCW would hold the 35th and final version of what event? Starcade. The Clash of the Champions. Ah, shit. 20 years ago, the Clash of the Champions died. What was your take on the Clash of the Champions? Loved it. It was a free show on TBS. Sometimes they would do like fan phone calls to like create the matches and I thought it was like a pay-per-view quality, and for a poor, poor boy from the trailer park who couldn't ever get pay-per-view, I thought it was just like the best thing in the world. And it made me love WCW more than WWF for like two months after a Clash of the Champion. I'm like, this is definitely the number one promotion. Yeah, and then, you know. Yeah, I agree. Clash of the right. Champions was great, just because, like you said, it was it was getting that big event feel, but free on TV, and it introduced me to. To, you know all these stars of the WCW, especially before it went into Monday Night Wars WCW, where yep. things took a turn for the worse. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they took I, a turn for the better, then they took a turn for the worse. But yeah, man, twenty years have passed. Uh, Clash of the Champions is dead, and uh, you know sometimes you got to put uh, your pants on one leg at a time. So we'll move on. I'll tell you we what, will, you know, keep your head on a swivel. Sometimes. All right, we will hop back in the Spanish announced time machine and go back in time. Eighteen, sorry, eighteen years ago, on August twenty second, nineteen ninety nine, the WWF, WWF, the WWF held its twelfth annual SummerSlam pay per view, main evented by Mankind defeating Steve Austin and Hunter Hearst Helmsley in a triangle match, to win his second WWF World Title after his pin on Steve Austin, which was counted by which special guest referee? Oh, this is another one I really know well. Uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. And also in that match, uh, I didn't realize it at the time, but I realized it later. Go back and watch it. Stone Cold gets caught in the top rope because he falls over trying to talk shit on, I think, Stephanie McMahon. And Triple H has to get him out out. of it. It was hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. uh, The sitting governor. Of a state, of Minnesota. Yeah. Came in and did that, which, yes, it's not like they got a sitting governor who'd never been in wrestling. I understand the difference here. But that's still a pretty big get. 
Of course. Absolutely. Of course. You know what they say, man. Apple a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They do say that. All right, let's hop back in the Spanish announced time machine and go. Back in time. <laughs> Says, all right, 33 years ago, on August 23rd, 1984. 1984, oh, 33 years ago. The Uptown Boys defeated the Grapplers, Tony Anthony and Len Denton, to win the NWA Central States Tag Team titles in Kansas City, Kansas. Who comprised the Uptown Boys? We've seen them. We've seen them wrestle on episode 21 when we did our uh, our drunk episode when we watched Heroes of Wrestling. So you know these two guys. Oh, man. The Uptown Boys. Uh, Kansas City, Kansas, NWA Central States. 33 years. Marty Jannetty and... Got one. Jake the Snake Roberts? Tommy Rogers. Ah, shit. Right? And then they had that yeah. great match at, at Heroes of Wrestling. Well, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels formed the Rockers in Kansas City in Central right. States. In the Central States. Right. Kansas City... Yeah, man. Hey, that's what we're talking about over here. We got a, a good wrestling lineage. Well, this was a fun trip. Back in time. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love this. We should do this one more often. Yeah, I know. That's good. That's where this rotating third segment comes into play. I don't know what we're going to do next week, but in two weeks' time, the seven-year anniversary of the greatest wrestling match of all time, we want your emails. Emails about anything you want, but also tell us, what the greatest wrestling match of all time has meant to you, right? We want to hear from you again. It's been a while since we've done emails, long-form conversations with you. Now, I know some of you, there's deep meaning in this in this uh, greatest wrestling match of all time, Melina versus Alicia Fox. GBL, I'm talking to you. Nels, I'm talking to you. B-Double. Cannabis. Right? I know you guys. I know, I know you guys think about this match often. And mop ranks Joggy, up there. Where you at? Yeah, Mop Joggy, where you at? Mop Joggy's never coming back. I've just I've just come to accept that. That would be the greatest moment in this podcast history if he comes back. <laughs> if Mop Jockey comes back, hey, 215, somebody get the word to Mop Jockey. We need an email about whatever you want to talk about and your feelings on the greatest wrestling match of all time, Melina versus Alicia Fox. Like how it drives you, how it how it inspires you, right? Because clearly all those things have to happen when you think of this match, right? Of course. Of course. Of course. All right, but now, right now, we had our fun trip. Back in time. And we've got to get out of here and take a break and get ready for next week's 214, which will be right here on the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... Triple H tore his quad for the second time on the same date that he returned from his first quad injury, January 7th. TradingTopicsNetwork.com! Network.com!